Live from the Black Box Theater in the heart of downtown Moline, Illinois, the Ringo of the Quad Cities, it's All You Care to Eat, a comedy thingy radio podcast with your four thingies, Dave Bondi, Rick Davis, Jeff DeLeon, and Clay Sander, and their gaggle of special guests. Sit back, relax, and laugh for fuck's sake. And now, without further ado, here's the host of All You Care to Eat from Chicago, Illinois, Mr. Patrick Brennan. Well, gang, this is our second episode, and well, frankly, we have been told by our agency that this show could use some pumping up. And here's what we mean by that. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have seen in these live tapings many men who are hovering around the age of 50. Many men looking at their scripts with their eyes over their glasses. Many enlarged prostates. <laughs> We have been told we need to skew to a younger demographic, ladies and gentlemen, in order to be successful. So, all right, y'all. All right, everybody give it up for the master blasting, beatboxing, too hot to handle, too cold to moat, rapping ass assassin, DJ OCD. Oh, uh, yeah. Quad citizens, what's up, y'all? Y'all ready to get something thrown in your face? Well, here it comes. DJ OCD. Uh, I dropped the beat and then I pick it back up. I dropped the beat and then I picked it back up. I dropped the beat and then I picked it back up. I dropped the beat and then I picked it back up. Cause I dropped the beat and then I picked it back up. I dropped the beat and then I picked it back up. I dropped the beat and then I picked it back up. I dropped the beat and then I picked it back up. I dropped the beat and then I picked it back up. I dropped the beat and then I picked it back up. I dropped the beat and then I picked it back up. What's next? And then I picked it back up. All right. And then I picked it back up. I dropped the beat and then I picked it back up. All right, and then it goes on like that. Okay, thank you very much, DJ. OCD. All right, we get it. We get it. We get it. Let's keep this train moving, shall we? All right, kids, are you ready for some fun? Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm sure you're all going to be extra happy, super excited for our first guest tonight. Let's all give a big happy kitty camp welcome to Babel. <laughs> We're just pleased as punch to be here. I'm just so happy. And I, I, I want to say that I love you all, and you kids have just been fantastic. And I, I want to have a little help. I think, I think we need a little help. What do you think, uh, Cam Master Rick? Huh? Of course, Babbles. <laughs> all right, so let's, let's, let's have a little help from the audience on this song. It's called the Barnyard Symphony. You okay? got it. All right, this section over here, you are going to be group wonderful. This group in the middle, you are going to be group too much fun. And this group over here, you're going to be group three. Okay, so what we're going to do is group one is going to what sound does a chicken make? Cluck, cluck, cluck. And group two, what sound does a pig make? Oink, oink, oink. And group three, uh, what sound does a cow make? Moo. Okay, so when we get called on, you know your parts, all right? Here it goes. Animals on the farm sing a happy song. 
animals on the farm sing it all day long. And the chickens go, clock, clock, clock. That's right. And the pigs go, oink, oink, oink. And the cows, uh, you Mr. Q. Move. You, you, you Mr. Q there. Okay. okay. Try it oh, again. Uh, maybe we can try it again. Are you okay. Let's see what we got. It's amazing to me how you can't get that right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Animals on the farm sing a happy song. Animals on the farm. Sing it all day long. And the chickens go, clock, clock, clock. <laughs> and the pigs go, oink, oink, oink. And the cows go, Moo. I can't believe they can't get this. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's amazing to me how little they can understand. Well, uh, maybe I can be uh, Mr. Conductor. I can okay. conduct everybody so Fine. they know Here we go. what to expect. Right. Uh, so let's do it again. Let's get it straight. Let's, let's try it again. <laughs> And the chickens go clop, clop, clop. Group two, and the pigs go oink, oink, oink. Group three, and the cows go Move. on their dump. Oh my god! Cows, will you get your fucking shit together? Now let's just calm down. Jesus a bit. Christ! Oh, okay. No, look, pigs, chickens, I close my eyes, I'm in a goddamn barnyard. You're beautiful, but cows, you suck ass. It it's not entirely the kid's fault. Well, let's not say things we can't take back. <laughs> what? Now, simply because this man is a lunatic doesn't mean he doesn't have a point. Thank group, you. Yeah, group three. Get it right. You'll get the fuck out. Okay. Thank you. So let's try to make sure that this lunatic doesn't do something crazy uh, here tonight. So uh, we'll try it again, huh? All right. Time to open the fucking ante. What? This bag right here. I got this fucking gym bag right here. This. This is the pressure cooker bomb. Oh, my God. Now, you fucking cows screw this up in. I'm blowing this whole place to shit. Okay, let's see if we can do this without getting blown to bits. Here we go. <laughs> Animals on the farm sing a happy song. Animals on... I'm in the wrong key. Say goodnight. No! Oh God, no! No! Uh... There's something wrong? Um, can I use your phone? What? Why? But, uh, I, just, I just realized this. This is not a, this is not a pressure cooker. This is, this is a crock pot. Well, that's <laughs> a um, relief. Yeah, uh, yeah I, but I need to call my wife, like, right now. Why? Well, she's, she's got this group of about 15 women over for a pampered chef thing. And this, this is not my gym bag. Prepare yourselves, lovers of the whodunits. There is someone out there willing to help commoners who find themselves in an ordinary conundrum. Yes, these are the tiresome tales of Professor Thaddeus Prumpt and the tedious mysteries. Mr. Scoots, please take a seat. What seems to be the trouble? Uh, well, Mr. Crump. Uh, Professor, I... Mr. Scoots, Professor Crump. Sorry. Not at all. Please continue. Well, I received a call on my phone that I didn't recognize, so I didn't answer it. Mm, go on. I'm afraid it might have been something important. I don't know. I see. Were you expecting a call? No. What was the area code? 310. That's Los Angeles. Anyone you know? Uh-uh. No, sir. Did any name appear on the caller ID? Any name at all? Unclown. I presume you mean unknown. <laughs> Reckon that makes more sense? Indeed. One more question. Did you try to return the call? 
You can do that? Mercy me. Well, I'm not glad I call you. Let's call the number. I'd rather you do it, Professor. I'm sort of nervous. Indeed. Hand me the phone, please. There you go. Who this? I might well ask you the same thing, madam. I said, who this? I received a call from this number, and I, I beg of you, good lady, could you please tell me the nature of your business? My business was that I was looking to call Chantel, but I must have dialed up some other bullshit. Hey, y'all know Chantel? No, ma'am, I do not. Good day. All right, whatever. You see, Mr. Scoots, it wasn't anything of a concern for, indeed, it was just a wrong number after all. Uh. Now I'm off to my next tedious adventure. And so ends another installment of The Tedious Mysteries. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's podcast is sponsored in part by Hook's Pub and Drink Slingers of Clinton, Iowa. With 27 beers on tap and the best live music in the Clinton area, which sounds like they're selling themselves a little short, don't you think? All right. Drink Slingers on Main Avenue and Hook's Pub on 4th Street in Clinton. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please visit them. And when you go there, don't tell them that we sent you. Every single player of Comedy Thinger on this stage has a problem with James the owner, and it is legitimately our fault. <laughs> and now we take you to a barn in the outskirts of Somewheresville, where an evening of dancing is about to commence. The band is ready. It's time for Square Dancing OCD. Let's all square dance. Bow to your partner. Bow to your own. Chicken in the bread pan kicking out doors. Skip the little do, my darling. Forward you go. Back again. 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 That's an even number. We can move on. Skip the loo, my darling. Promenade around the ring. Promenade around the ring. Promenade around the ring. Promenade around the ring. That's an even number. We can move on. Skip the loo, my darling. Dosey do. Dosey do. Dosey do. Did do see do. Well, I screwed that up. Got to start over. Forward you go. Back again. Forward you go. I lost count. Start that one more time. Forward you go. Back again. Forward you go. Back again. That's an even number. We can move on. Skip the loo, my darling. Skip the skip the skip the loo. Dip 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 Skip the dip. Forward you go. Back again. 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 And it goes on like that. <laughs> That's called sending that bullshit to comedy purgatory. <laughs> and now we take you to a high school assembly. All right, students, let's settle down, okay? I hope you're all enjoying the health fair. You've already heard from some wonderful speakers. Nurse Morgan spoke on proper brushing. Bob Goodman from Allied Fitness gave it that rousing presentation titled, Grab That Bar and Send It Up. You have two more speakers for you, but unfortunately, we accidentally booked the final time slot with two speakers. Uh, we were unable to cancel them because we laid out a sizable non-refundable deposit, so uh, they agreed that they would share their time slots, alternating between the two as I watch and uh, blow a whistle. So, the first speaker is a man who has given speeches to over a thousand schools on the subject of bullying. His book is titled, The Bullying Epidemic. 
and he's here to talk about it. Please welcome Steve Beeman. And our other speaker has spoken on the dangers of drug abuse and alcoholism to students from elementary to college. Uh, he was police captain in New York for over 20 years. His story was the basis for the cop drama Coletti, and his autobiography, Mean Streets, was a top-selling crime nonfiction book. Students, please welcome David Manup. So, uh, Mr. Beeman, you'll begin, and I'll just watch the time. Thank you. Thank you, Principal, and thank you, everyone, for being here. I know there are some out here who have been victims of bullying. Some have bullied others. I'm here to help. And, and I think after you guys hear what I have to say, you'll find out how to spot <laughs> bullying, confront it, and if I'm successful, you will realize you're not alone. Four kids are dead! <laughs> They're dead, why? Because they thought it would be funny and a good idea for their buddies to go lace their reefer with angel dust. Kids get in the driver's seat, slams his dad's buke in the side of a grocery store. There's two other kids buying gum. They're dead now. Um, wow. Uh, let's, let's talk a little about some of the tactics that a bully might use. Uh, for instance, bullies often falsely accuse you of something in an attempt to justify their bullying. They'll just make something up about you, and then attack. You. You think this is funny? You fucking prick. <laughs> tell you what, smartass, pick your shit and get out of here. Tell your idiot parents I kicked you out. You paying attention now, huh? Um, another issue is that many school environments and even the school administration themselves actually condone this type of behavior. That one's always been a problem here, David. tell me that. I'll guarantee you he's tooting grass. He's riding the white pony too, and glug glug. I'll lay it out for you. What, you got 200 students here? Uh, 220. Before you turn 21 years old, 50 of you are gonna die. <laughs> Book it. Stop using it, you're dead. Look, contrary to belief, bullies aren't ashamed of what they do. They're often proud because they're, they're, it's the reputation that they give themselves. Remember a few seconds ago when I kicked that guy out? That's fucking great. <laughs> Studies have shown that bullies are not shy. They have high levels of self-esteem. Listen to me or die, it's that simple. Listen, most bullies cannot accept authority and often get into arguments with teachers and school staff. Hey, they, Principal Poindexter, your school makes prison look like fucking Club Med. Grow a pair, chucklehead. You know, I, I, I don't think I can keep listening Oh, to you this. don't. Listen up, asshole, you're the problem. You pussyfoot around and tell these kids to run away. Well, look, you know what? You have your method and I have mine. You say it's feelings. I say it's wussy. You say depression. And I say it's pussy. Feelings. Wussy. Depression. Pussy. Let's call the whole thing off. You say Medina. And I say Medina. You say Vajayjay. And I say Vagina. Dina. Medina. Vajayjay. Vagina. Let's call the whole thing off. Recess. Oh. Prepare yourselves, lovers of the whodunit. There is someone out there willing to help. Commoners who find themselves in an ordinary conundrum, a garden variety pickle or humdrum quandary. Yes, these are the tiresome tales of Professor Thaddeus Crumpt and the boring mysteries. We take you to the home of Scoots Bronson, where moments ago the power went out at the house. Fortunately for Scoots, he was hosting Professor Crumpt for an evening of checkers.
Uh, uh, wow, I can't see a thing. It's pitch black. Don't panic, Scoots. I think you may have tripped a circuit microwaving that pork roast. Where is your fuse box? Uh, I don't know. Most likely it's in your basement. It might be in the garage, though, not sure. My wife usually handles these things. Mm, I see. Well, in order to find out what happened, we'll need a flashlight. Do you have one? It's upstairs. Too damn dark to take the steps. Well, do you have a candle? Sure do. <clears throat> Here it is, I, I think. Do you have a match? No. Why not? Because it's not 1977. <laughs> Touche. Do you have a lighter of any kind? Yeah, it's by my cigarettes. Where are your cigarettes? By the flashlight. So, to sum up, we need to climb the stairs to find the cigarettes right. that has the lighter, mm -hmm. that'll light the candle so we can find the fuse box, which may or may not be in the basement, all in the house that Jack built. Yeah, that, sound, that sounds about right. Oh. Oh. Ooh, power's back on. What well, do you think happened? You see, Scoots, sometimes the most obvious answer isn't always the right one. Uh... You see, once again... The power has been restored by the very entity that removed it, Mr. Bronson. I believe your culprit was none other than the electric utility. Makes sense. And by the way, that wasn't a candle you were holding. It was, in fact, a decorative gourd. <laughs> now I'm off to my next pedestrian adventure. And so ends another installment of The Boring Mysteries. And now it's time for the top stick. Go! All right, Savage, it's about time you started talking and start talking now. No way, pig. You, what did you just fucking call me, you piece of shit? I called you a pig, asshole. Back oh, up, Sergeant, come on. I want to see a lawyer. Police brutality. Oh, that ain't police brutality, pal. This is police brutality. Ow! Maybe you can help me with something. Fuck you, I ain't saying nothing. Oh, fuck you, you piece of shit. Okay, calm down, Sarge. Let's just take a beat here. See, Sid, here's the thing. The sergeant and I can't figure this out. Help me understand how we found Johnny Abramson dead a half mile from your shitty apartment, riddled with bullets from a 45 caliber pistol after you were seen with Guy Martino a half hour earlier handing him an envelope full of cash. I don't know. You tell me. You shithead. I'm going to take your firstborn and use him as a what? plunger. Up, bring it. All right, all right. Step back, both of you. You can't prove nothing. Oh, see, we can, Sid. <laughs> see, the problem is we searched your computer and found something really interesting. Mm -hmm. That's right, we found the ledger. What ledger? Don't oh, play geez. stupid, pal. We saw the payoffs. We know you paid Martino to kill Abramson. We know the amounts. You kept a really accurate book, Sid. Yeah, you ought to be an accountant. I hear the state pen is looking for a new bookkeeper. <laughs> You're so good, I'm surprised you don't become a, a CPA. <laughs> yeah, sh should I claim zero on my deductibles, asshole? <laughs> What's your rate? <laughs> yeah, like, maybe you can tell me how I can write off reasonable wear and tear of personal gear under Section 5.1 allowable expenses on my 1040. <laughs> oh, you know, you seem to know so much about keeping books. I figured you'd be the guy to ask. <laughs> Good one. So? So what? So never mind. Fuck you, perp. For a guy who's supposed to be such a better brain, you don't secure your files very well. <laughs> yeah. You better start talking, Sid. We're the only friends you got. No way. Why does Martino's name appear under paid in full? Who is Hammer? Is that code? Why is he getting paid two grand every month? Is that hush money? How much monetary depreciation can I claim on a Ford Explorer if I've been using it to commute? What? What? what what's going on? I'm just interrogating the perp, Rick. Why don't you just do your job and I'll do mine? 
You know, Sarge, you really shouldn't use the interrogation room to solicit free tax advice. Dad, just pay attention to your own game. Fine. Let's stick to the matter at hand. Fine. Sarge, there's one more question for you, Sid. Here it comes. Listen, asshole. If I claim my daughter as a dependent because she's a full-time college student, can she claim her own personal exemption files when she returns? Sarge! What? She's costing me an arm and a leg going to fucking NYU! My CPA's charging me 500 bucks just to electronically file! Sarge, get out of the room. You're corrupting the interrogation. Just answer the question, Don't Sid. say anything! If you can claim her as a dependent, she can't claim her own personal exemption. Your daughter should have checked the box on her return indicating that someone else can claim her as a dependent. See? Was that so hard? At the security and accounting firm of Sarge, Sid and Sarge, they'll work hard to make sure you get the tax advice and home security you deserve. Stop in for a tax chat and an alarm system quote. And don't forget, if you hear a cabbage belch when you stop in, the filing fee is gratis. <laughs> And now we go back for a trip down memory lane as we yet again open the comedy thingy vault. This from a radio broadcast on BBC One in 1962 from the program Classic Radio Theater British Thingy, starring former thingies Clay Sanders and Patrice Brenlin. Our scene begins in the fog-laden streets of the late 19th century London, shortly after a rainfall on the cobblestone pathways that lead to the offices of a famous English detective. He is about to give a summation of events that he is convinced led to the murder of a distinguished gentleman of the manor. Ladies and gentlemen, we take you to 221B Baker Street, London, England. Ahoy there, mate. Ah, oh, here tell you've been doing a bit of investigating round these airports, haven't you? Who do you think did it, Mr. Holmes? Uh, my name's Randy Knutson. <laughs> <laughs> and so ends another installment of the Comedy Thingy Vault. All right! We just want to take a minute and thank our good friend, Charlie Kreider! Music Studios in Fulton, Illinois, and our sound engineer tonight. Also, ladies and gentlemen, a thanks to Black Box Theater for hosting us. Come on out! Wait, you guys are already here! That's on Fifth Avenue in downtown Moline for some outstanding live theater. Find out more at theblackboxtheater.com. That's theblackboxtheater, spelled with an R-E instead of the normal stupid dumbass way, E-R. That's theblackboxtheater, R-E. If you do theblackboxtheater, E-R, that's probably pornography. Bookmark them both. <laughs> All right. Prepare yourselves, lovers of the whodunit. There is someone out there willing to help commoners who find themselves in a humdrum quandary. Yes, these are the tiresome tales of Professor Thaddeus Crump and the boring mysteries. Uh, oh, oh, Lord, I ran all the way here. What's the problem, Scoots? Uh, Professor, my bike keeps falling down. Did you try the kickstand? Quicksand? Kick. Oh, kickstand. Yeah, I thought... I, I just thought that thing meant it was a boy bike. What? In God's holy name are you talking about? I thought it was a bike dick. There's no need to call me names. No, I thought, I thought it was a bike dick. A bike detective? A bike No, I thought it was the bike's dick. Jesus Christ. 
Scoots. Oh, Scoots. <laughs> it appears that the real mystery is how in the fuck are we friends? That brings us to the merciful conclusion of the Tedious Mysteries. Episode of All You Care to Eat, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, we want to thank our sponsors, Shared IT of the Quad Cities, and the Establishment Theater Rock Island and their fantastic late night studio theory. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, there's a studio theory, but then there's studio practice. And when you put that in practice, it's called a late night studio series. Big thanks also to Awesome Town, the Black Box Theater, our narrating Satan. Captain Continuity, Tom Makey. 